0: Namaste, Jai Hind. Welcome to another edition of ANI Podcast with Smita Prakash. I have an esteemed panel with me. I'm shooting this episode in Amritsar at the Guru Nanak Dev University. They've been very kind to have us here and Fiki is our uh, host also. They are the ones who've organized this panel. We have a very distinguished panel of four guests, which include Professor Sarabjod Behel, Dean Academic Affairs at Guru Nanak Dev University, Dr. Pushpinder Walia, Principal BBK DAV College for Women, Punjabi author Dr. Arvinder Kaur, and Palomi Mukherjee, Senior Faculty at the Art of Living. Uh, I am very grateful to uh, all these achievers who have been, uh, who've given me their time and who are going to give us information about the lives that they lead and what they are doing to transform society. I'm going to begin with Dr. Sarabjot Behl. The introduction has already been made, uh, sir. Uh, So as Dean of Academic Affairs of one of the most reputed uh, universities in India, uh, I'd like to ask you about the challenges and the strengths of being an educator in Punjab.
1: Thank you, Smita, for choosing me over the ladies. (laughs) And uh, you see, I think uh, when it comes to the challenge of educating the youth of Punjab uh, I would approach this problem from two angles one is uh, the nursery where these people are being nurtured that is our institutions universities colleges schools and after getting that education when they are going out to the world uh, prepared to take up uh, you know, their responsibility as the men and women of the world. So being an educator, I'll take the first part before I take the second part because ecosystem is something which I don't handle directly. It is being handled by politicians, government, uh, private sector, public sector. So primarily as an educator, I think the first challenge and I'll go to the grassroots because all other things which we talk about that our education is not creating employable uh, people. We know about it, we've talked about it a lot, but I think we should start with the definition of education. We have forgotten what education is, you know, the kind of education that we are imparting in our schools and colleges these days. If you see our traditional knowledge systems, the way education was imparted, it was a way of life. It was not cramming from the books, appearing for the exams, clearing it, then setting in another competitive exam, getting into an IIT or a university through interstates, finishing your degrees and then going, to the, uh, going out to the world. I think education primarily was a process of not only learning, it was also unlearning and de-learning continuously and then learning again. And that is the part which we have forgotten in our system today. If you see school education, you very well know as parents of your children who are going to the schools the way they are taught. The debate and the critique part, even in schools and higher education institutions, are all completely missing. It is only that we spoon feed our children. We, we give them books, we give them notes. And in today's world, there was a time when information was considered knowledge, but I think that problem has already been taken care of 20 years ago by Google mm-hmm. and by all other means of informatics revolution. Uh, now you don't think uh, twice to you know, tap on Google and get any kind of information from wherever, whatever corner of the world, but we are still stuck up at that point. Today also the teacher feels that it is only passing off the information to the student, which is knowledge. The new knowledge is not information. Let me inform you, and we are all aware of that. New knowledge is innovation. New knowledge is being creative with whatever, you know, existing education, acquired education you have taken. It is going beyond that. And it is going to change again very vertig- at a very vertiginous speed. See, especially in Punjab, since you mentioned, Punjab is a typical problem of its own. I'll come to the regional problem now. As in human civilization, you see the first evolution that happened was, revolution that happened was much before industrial revolution was the agricultural revolution, 12,000 years ago. Then came industrial revolution, somewhere around 16th, 17th century, renaissance happened, then happened scientific revolution. Then we came with IT revolution recently. And the next revolution is again on our threshold and doorstep, which I'll come to later. But unfortunately, Punjab, on that same pattern, we had our share of agricultural revolution, which was very, very successful. We became food bowl of the whole nation, and the ball stopped there. We stagnated after that. The industrial revolution did not touch Punjab. Nothing happened in Punjab. So much so, whatever industry we had, so to speak, of in Amritsar, which was textile and processing, And in Ludhiana, it was pushed out. It went to Ariana, it went to Badi, it went to all other places where governments were proactive in encouraging industry, which unfortunately did not happen in Punjab, when there was a huge scope for agri industry and IT industry also, I would say. Uh, We missed the IT bus. We missed the industrial revolution bus. We missed the IT bus. And we are now on brink of missing the next bus, which is AI bus. Artificial intelligence is really taking over the world. It has started. You have started hearing about chat GPT for the last six months and it is going to take over the change the whole world within 10 years. You will see that. And we are on the verge of, you know, missing out on that bus. We have been talking in the sessions about our children going to Canada. It is for that reason, because we never went beyond agricultural revolution. And agricultural revolution may have created a lot of, uh, you know, money for Punjab, but The other side of agricultural revolution was that the land got divided, it got mechanized, people got free, and they had no newer opportunities. The education didn't support them, preparing them for that opportunity. Ecosystem was not there to take them into the fold of those new opportunities. And that is where Punjabi student or new Punjabi graduate or youth stands. So we have failed as educators as government as politicians the youth of Punjab so i think in a nutshell that is the reason it is not that the youth wants to go to canada because in absence of the employment opportunities or in any other way of productive or enterprise in Punjab they are forced to go out of this state so that is the Punjab scenario so coming to again education i think we need to now know that information is no knowledge Even now, to the extent that the basic jobs that Punjabi youths were doing in Canada or wherever they were going, they are also going to be taken away from you because all those basic jobs of doing, if you have become a lawyer, you want to write a rent deed, you won't be doing it. ChatGPT would be doing it. I come from architecture. If I have to, I prepare, you know, nakshas for the clients. Down here to the lines. Couple of years from here, I will not be doing it. Chat GPT would be doing it. AI would be doing it. All the basic jobs we have never progress, progress to the next higher level of jobs. The basic jobs for which Punjabi youth is still prepared for are going to be taken away from you. You will have no jobs in the market because all that basic stuff. Now, if Chat GPT is writing poetry for you and a novel <laughs> for you, and you know yes. which requires a creative uh, input. See, so far still in NLP, which is the Natural Language Processes, which has given rise to uh, chat, GPT and AI, where only the syntax of language has been taken care of. The next, next stage is the semantics of language is also going to be, uh, AI is going to handle that. So once that happens, once AI comes into those areas also, you have to be creative. And now that's the bus which I think, if we have already missed the buses, I think you should always look for the new bus that is coming to you. At least we can start preparing our children for the next bus. And we should acknowledge it, we should realize it, we should move in that direction in Punjab and in India also. Because all that coding thing that we do, all that software power that Indian students have, is going to go <coughs> go in the next five years. Absolutely. The basic thing is going to be taken over by AI.
0: Yes. Uh, so those who are sitting in this, um, what should I say, in this false complacency that uh, their children have gone abroad and they're sitting here today and they have jobs there, even if you have your PRs or if, uh, if your children sitting uh, in foreign countries or if you are aspiring to go uh, abroad, just remember your degrees are already late your degrees are already invalid to a lot of, uh, to, to a large extent, because because as uh, Professor Saab said, that AI is taking over in, even if, in fact, sir in, in our line also, now there's an anchor who reads the weather bulletin, who's uh, artificial. And she's taken over one of our jobs of a weather reporter. So uh, I'm going to come to you. Uh, one more question before i go to other panelists is about the national educational policy it's it's a hot potato item politicians have various views about it um but if i was to keep the politics
1: out of it just as an academician what is your view on this see it's a very progressive step national education policy practically i would say we have done nothing but follow the north american and european system of education model now again very late in the day but it is a good thing that we are doing it. Uh, it it again, you know, uh, it gives a lot of flexibility in terms of choice of subjects to the student, in terms of the flexibility of exploring as much as student wants to, in terms of that, you know, initially we only had in all the colleges, universities and schools, university apka disciplines don't have a variety But you had a medical stream, you had a non medical stream, you had a commerce stream and you had an art stream. That is where you would, I mean you were made to fit in. four But not anymore in this new education policy because the student is being offered all kinds. It was there earlier also, hmm. but it has been re-emphasized that a student can study philosophy with mathematics and physics with music. So you can do that and so that flexibility is there. Then there's this multiple exit-entry system which was being already practiced abroad that after first year if you feel that you have learned enough or you want to change to a different Because you see, we expect our children who are 17, 18, or 19 years old, normally it's the parents who impose upon them doctor, engineer, tomne banker. And the child doesn't know. Child still has to explore. So I think this is the period of exploration which has been facilitated by new education policy. So if you have taken up a course and you feel that you have done one year and it is not something that you want to do, you want to shift. You take a certificate and go to a next course. After two years, you take a, you know, a, 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 this thing, diploma. After three years, you get a normal graduate degree. After four years, you get a graduate degree with honors and research, and. After that, you get Master's in Integrated Program. And fortunately, our university is the first university in the region which has implemented this uh, new education, national education policy. And just to give students, you know, uh, I, I mean, we should not delay it any further because we are already late. So these are very important components which give uh, flexibility. And also, <coughs> apart from this, uh, this flexibility, uh, we are now emphasizing more, on paper at least it is there, as I said, that learning has to be experiential. If the learning is bookish, you, after attempting that question in the examination, you forget about it. How many of you know, retain whatever we studied in <laughs> our books? And experiential learning, aapko bhi, aap kisi garam cheez ko haath lagate ho, baad nahi lagate because you've experienced it. You've not read it in a book that you don't have to touch a hot plate you have experienced it once or twice and then you know that experiential learning has been missing from our system it has become completely bookish learning but this new education policy emphasizes lay stress on hands-on experience and I think a child does not learn in a classroom a child learns more in a laboratory in a workshop in an actual life condition I've seen my uh, families you know children who are studying abroad if they are studying maths they are taken out to the market to buy tomatoes they are given money so they calculate there how many tomatoes how many kilos and how much money is to be given how much is to be this is called experiential learning mm-hmm. which has been completely gone which has gone missing from our education system national education policy lays emphasis on it so i think these are good points Interesting, uh,
0: Professor, in fact, uh, when you were talking about giving money to children to go and buy many times I've seen that children who are not educated, you know, are working, they're working maybe as a sabziwala or whatever. He's never gone to school, uh, you know, A, a kid who's 13, 14 or something, but he can do a complex calculation in his mind simply because he's not been educated to do that math, but because of learning on the job of how to do that. I'm going to come to you, Professor Walia, but in a while before it becomes very heavy. So uh, let me go on uh, to Dr. Arvinder Kaur. Uh, You're an author. Uh, You are also somebody who has moved from academics uh, to writing books, doing theater. All my interviews in Punjab have been about what can the youth do for creative pursuits? to move away from drugs, alcohol, and this frustration which is coming in because of lack of jobs despite education, Mm -hmm. you know, which uh, Professor Saab also talked about. Um, Yesterday, I had somebody that I spoke to that the theatre scene in Amritsar is very vibrant. But there's also this thing of not wanting to get out of the house to do something as a creative pursuit. Do you feel that that is lacking uh, in in our society in our younger generation of wanting to do those of picking up a book and physically reading it um picking up uh, or having interactions which is not um, which is not through the cell phone which is not through your mm-hmm. device hum looks up as parents uh, over anxiety, में होते we कि have to
2: study our children. Is First of all, I would like to thank you and Fiki Flo uh, for calling us here. Uh, it's a beautiful question, ma'am. When we come to education, we start from schools. What will the reason that the youth will है निकल नहीं पाता electronics uh, they are indulged completely with और uh, उसको हम बहुत सारी हिस्सों में डिवाइड कर लेते हैं लाइक like, हम सोचते हैं कि शायद ये कोविड के कारण हुआ है ना electronics और uh, जो एकदम से एक्सप्लोसिव तरीके से जो इलेक्ट्रॉनिक्स मीडियम जो है up उनके सामने हुआ तो so मैं बिल्कुल रूट लेवल से शुरू करना चाहूंगी कि हम स्कूल्स में म्यूजिक पढ़ाते हैं म्यूजिक पढ़ाते हैं हम स्कूल्स में डांस पढ़ाते हैं हम कॉलेजेस में भी यह करते हैं hmm. लेकिन हम यूनिवर्सिटी में और कॉलेजेस में थिएटर नहीं पढ़ाते hmm. तो जब मैं थिएटर की तरफ से आती हूं इतने सारे काम के बाद जो मैं देखती हूँ इस सब कुछ को तो मेरे हिसाब से जो एक वजह बनती है यूथ के साथ ना जुड़ने की वो वजह ये भी है कि उसने उस थिएटर को प्रैक्टिस ही नहीं करा उसने वो जाना ही नहीं कि थिएटर के जरिए अपने आप को कैसे डेवलप किया जा सकता था कैसे वो एक जो क्रिएटिव प्रोसेस था उसमें वो गया ही नहीं। तो जब आप गए ही नहीं तो आप टूटे, टूटे तो जाहिर है कि आप कुछ और चीजों से जुड़ोगे जाके, जैसे मैंने देखा है पढ़ाते वक्त कि आप क्लास में पढ़ा रहे हो तो जो विद्यार्थी सामने बैठे हैं तो वो तकरीबन तकरीबन they are like कि सुन रहे हैं आपको लग रहा है कि बैठे हैं बस कि सुन रहे हैं क्यों नहीं होता क्योंकि वो सारी प्रैक्टिस में नहीं आया था जैसे सर ने कहा कि हमारी प्रॉब्लम ये है कि हमने वो सारे कुछ को अलग-अलग बांट दिया है मुझे ये लगता है लाइक like, हमने ये तो कर दिया कि आप डांस करना है तो डांस की क्लास में चले जाओ आपने म्यूजिक करना है म्यूजिक की क्लास में चले जाओ और ऐसे अलग-अलग जी है और
0: जिसे डांस सीख लिया स्पोर्ट्स कर लिया हां मतलब एटलीस्ट जो मेकोस देखने में मिलता है कि सब कहते हैं कि अच्छा तुम स्पोर्ट्स कर रहे हो टेनिस कर लो वो स्पोर्ट्स कोटा में एडमिशन मिल जाएगी और फिर एडमिशन मिलने के बाद बस वहां बंद हो गया या तो आप या क्रिकेट कर लो नहीं नहीं क्रिकेट में ना पॉलिटिक्स बहुत है आप टीम में नहीं जाओगे थिएटर का ऐसे होता है कि जो रिबेल करते हैं घर से भाग के जिन्होंने थिएटर किया जैसे आ, <laughs> success stories you know, if you are a person who is 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 a the who is a person who is a person who is a person and that's what I would think that parents should send it because if you have children who don't have confidence, they theatre have confidence And most importantly, the current problem that Punjab is facing of drugs, if you are doing something creative, if you are doing something उसके साथ क्रिएटिविटी हो सकती है
2: नहीं बिल्कुल नहीं हो सकती जी देखिए लेकिन आ, आपको शायद पता नहीं होगा तो हमारा एक ग्रुप है थिएटर ग्रुप है मेरे हस्बैंड का तो हम हमने एक बार ना बैठ के वो सारा डेटा कलेक्ट किया था तो वी केम टू नो कि जो हमारे यहां से गए बच्चे हैं उनमें से कोई भी ऐसा बच्चा नहीं था जो इसमें इंडल्ज हो गया हो में तो कहीं ना कहीं तो वो उसका वो सारा निकला जो एग्रेशन है यूथ में या फ्रस्ट्रेशंस हैं वो सबको को, कोई वे आउट कुछ तो निकले तो मुझे तो ये लगता है कि थिएटर तो सबसे बढ़िया माध्यम है जिसमें से ये निकल सकता है तो इसीलिए हम तो बहुत इनकरेज करते हैं इवन यूनिवर्सिटी ने भी कुछ स्टेप्स लिए हैं लेकिन आ, वो अभी डिग्री में कन्वर्ट नहीं हुए है, वो डिपार्टमेंट नहीं बना सकी है, university अभी तक, लेकिन यह कि यहां पे theater fest हो रहा है, और वो नुक्कड़ शैली के theater जो है, वो हो रहा है, वहां पे एक ground के पास ही बना है, open air थिएटर सा, तो ये एक अच्छा स्टेप था, कि जो में इतना सारा काम किया � See, uh, I hope looking ho at ka. you, so I am of course, uh, you. Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> uh, so, uh, Professor Saab, you've seen what ma'am said, so um, now you have to create a department. Uh, but before that, I'll come to you, uh, Dr. Pushpinder Walia. Um, women's literacy figures, um, why are they still uh, low in Punjab? Uh, are they low in Punjab? I mean, if you were to compare it to Kerala, yes. Uh, Yesterday, I had interviewed another professor from uh, the university who said that there are more women in class than she has ever seen before and during her time. The frustration occurs in not getting jobs. So, there are many girls who come to study, but they don't do higher studies. Matlab, school level are dropouts hai in rural areas. By the time the urban girls come to college to study, the options for jobs are not there. Like, I know of one person who is in Fiki Flow also, she studied biotechnology, and she was from this university, but there are really no jobs, you know? So she found another creative pursuit, and she found a vocation of her calling, her choice, her passion. But in what she studied, the years that she spent studying, she couldn't find a job in Punjab. You have to get out of Punjab. For that or get out of India for that for that matter so tell me where is Punjab stuck as far as higher education is concerned and uh, connecting them to the workplace
3: yeah Uh, thank you very much Smita ji Uh, this is a very interesting chain of conversation that has started taking the cue from uh, Professor Behl who talked about uh, the need and the importance of vocational education, skills, you know, imparting skills to the students. Uh, The idea is, of course, to make them employable. They should be more relevant to the job market that is outside. Now in our college, if I talk about uh, BBK-DAV College for Women, uh, we've been there for more than 50 years and we have addressed this problem by creating vocational courses. We have bachelor in vocation courses, uh, around 10 to 12 of them and one of them is Bachelor Invocation in Theatre and Stagecraft. Uh, Talking about theatre, while uh, um, Dr. Dhaliwal was talking, I was transported back to the fact that before even Punjab came up in Amritsar, BBK-DAV College was the starting point for all the theatre enthusiasts. The stage of the college has produced many veterans and even uh, the director, Dr. Keval Dhaliwal, used to direct so many plays over there. The college had its in-house productions, having an open-air theater. And even now, uh, the latest, uh, you know, our products that you see on the screen, Bharti the Comedy Queen is out from our college. She often talks about her struggles and her personal uh, battles that she had to fight. And in that battle, our college was always with her, egging her on. We have, So we have Tanya, we have uh, other stars who are there. We have Arjuna awardees from our college in sports. So the idea when we talk about female literacy is that we have to, you know, in our institutions, we have to keep improvising. We have to see the pulse of the youth. If it is more towards vocational courses, if it is more towards skills, then we have to incorporate those kind of programs in the curriculum. And also the NEP is really going to help in this way. Second thing I want to talk about here while we are at it is that when the first DAV school was opened in Lahore way back before partition by RS samaj it had a manifesto. Now when I read that manifesto, I would say that it is the most complete manifesto of education that any organization can have. There is one particular quote in it, which I would like to reflect on, which says that education, which educates only the person who is getting the degree, is of no use, unless and until it impacts the community around you, reaches out to the world around you, makes the world a better place to live in, until then that education is meaningless. With that, we come to the very important goal of education which is also one of the goals of University Grants Commission and of national development in general, which is community development. Mm -hmm. So in that, I think our impetus is very much on that. Our students, we we give value-based education. The idea is not only to produce designers or uh, architects or scientists or computer enthusiasts, the idea is to produce good human beings. Whichever direction they go in, wherever in the world they go in, they make a niche for themselves to give the girls that grit and that persistence, which I saw in you when you were talking and you were talking about your journey. We want that same grit and same persistence in each one of our students. When she goes abroad in whichever stream she goes in, whether she stays in India, whether she goes abroad. And coming to that, I I would like to point out that most of our students, this trend is really not there in our college. I mean, uh, going abroad, I mean, of course, there would be 10 to 20%, but most of the girls, see, even this is a contribution uh, the girls can make if they are coming from, because we cater largely to a uh, a background where the girls are from financially well-off families, the prominent business houses, and uh, if they understand that the business, even the family business is not being, is not meant to be run just by the father and the brothers, they can also make a worthwhile contribution to it. So the girls are now having the grit and the courage and the expertise to go into that. Plus, uh, they are also getting entrepreneurial skills, which we are really focusing on.
0: Dr. Wally, when I talk about uh students wanting to go abroad at no point of time do i want to denigrate mm-hmm. uh, the the pursuit of knowledge yeah. if students are going to increase their skills to increase their uh, knowledge base yeah. to know more to spread knowledge that's a fabulous thing and right. indians have done this yes. for like for centuries, centuries, I would say, they have right. been going abroad Venture. because it mm-hmm. was tha decades, bolte tha, but now that we are in the new yeah. millennium, they've been going abroad to yeah. study for a long time and that's a fabulous thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is to be encouraged. Mm-hmm. At no point of time do I want to denigrate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also don't believe in this whole thing of brain drain all that yeah. much, which we used to hear yeah. in the 70s and 80s, that super skilled professionals who've been educated in India have gone abroad and we've lost mm-hmm. out on them. We have learned from mm-hmm. experience that we have also gained because jahaabhi vo gaye, they created uh, an ecosystem whereby our students can now go there and get jobs and mm-hmm. things. What what bothers me is when they go out of a sense of frustration. Athe mm-hmm. you
3: know
0: that that sense of frustration of leaving behind. Their parents and their land, because nothing is offered to them, that is what I was talking about and I want to come to this point where you talked about Kehamareha itnata because girls don't go all that much. I guess in patriarchal homes, girls are not going. but I interviewed a professor from the university yesterday, and uh, she really opened up uh, my eyes about a new phenomenon which is happening in Punjab which is that there are homes where people feel that their sons are not probably getting a uh, student visa kyunki uh, nikhat so what they're doing is hunting around for a girl who is getting good education paying for her student visa and paying for her education to her ticket to go abroad and then she gets married to this boy and then there is this reverse hmm. phenomenon, which we, I mean, when I started my career in journalism 30 years ago, at that time we were doing this NRI Bahu Valley stories. Yeah, you right. know, that the hmm. uh, the atrocities that these girls from Punjab hmm. face when they go abroad, uh, when they get married, atrocities. that was a story that we covered as journalists. But there's a new phenomenon which is happening. Are you? Are you training your girls to watch out for those kind of scams? Of course. Uh, just recently,
3: we held in, uh, a seminar in collaboration with National Commission for Women. It was uh, particularly on uh, scams in NRI marriages, you know, and how to watch out for all the red flags. And in fact, uh, one very good platform that the college provides is for all these initiatives, you know, uh, community development at a very broad level. Uh, we send our girls to old age homes. Uh, one thing that was there in the first panel discussion I really liked was talking about things, going out in the field and seeing how life is. That is our purpose. Let the girls go out and see how the real world is, not stay closeted in their classrooms. So they have gone to old age homes. We have adopted five villages under the Unnat Bharat Abhyan. So they go there and they conduct these workshops and you know pickle making and stitching and uh, menstrual hygiene, these kind of workshops are there. Health awareness camps are there and uh, all these things uh, they're doing. So it's like when the girls, they go out, they experience what real life and the challenges in real life are. They also uh, started a program called Kora Kagas, where, you know, whatever the waste pages that we have in the examinations, you know, the answer sheets, we use them and recycle them and make them into notebooks and they go and distribute them to children from the slums, you know, from the underprivileged areas, which it's, what's important is, that the girls they develop a sense of compassion and understanding and they count not only their blessings but they also see
0: how difficult life is for people around them so when they become business leaders like we had uh, rajni bectorji on the show earlier and uh, she was explaining see she has reached that level yeah. of financial and, uh, you know, uh, uh, what should I say, independence. Mm. Uh, She has achieved so much, she has been awarded so much. She has reached that level, but she realizes to give back to society is not just signing a check. Yes. It's to do something with your own hands, to care. So the girls that come out of your, uh, from your college, the men that come out from your college and the women, Uh, when they become business leaders, when they go out into society, to give back, to just ask, what else can we do for you? If nothing else begin small, from the people who work at you, work with you, your drivers, your chauffeurs, your your cook, it can begin from there. Uh, Palomi, I'm going to come to you. Um, You work on alternative uh, healing, Um, in a way, uh, you can explain that better. Uh, Tell me how important is that in current-day Punjab, the work that you do, uh, the kind of stressful lives that mothers lead. We heard um, uh, you know, a story of uh, when the cardiologist said that the mother comes with a cardiac ailment because her son uh, has a drug issue. Now, this is something that women are not able to talk about. And you know, uh, my generation of women used to think that women don't get cardiac arrest, men get cardiac arrest but that changed in my own lifetime that changed so tell me how important is it to take time out and heal oneself
4: you have said it ma'am it is absolutely it is imperative see because of whatever reasons it's not that the stress has come now the stress was there before also but
0: when your voice is healing
4: me <laughs> yeah so but people knew the technology, people, it was ingrained in them and how to handle stress, you know. Stress is nothing, you know, there are many definitions, but one definition what I feel is too much to do, but too little time and too little energy. And that's what we are struggling with, right? And because to add on social and economic conditions have added to the woes. but you know, if you see, I'll, I'll give you the example of a small child, the most stress free uh, yeah. person you would ever see, right? A little child, right? When it is born, how? Today, if somebody, if a little child comes into the stage, you will forget about the podcast. You will not look at Smita Ma'am or anybody. You will only look at the child. Why? Because it is completely stress free. It is completely happy in the moment, exuberant, full of love. That's how exactly we work. Until and until then we got intelligent, and the, we got educated and we had, whatever, the journey continues. So if you see the, the seed of wisdom is inherent in every human being. It'll find its way because the wisdom is already there and there are certain Processes which our ancient rishis and munis actually they were scientists we have named them rishis and munis but that time we it was not an area you know age of whatsapp and Netflix so they were available to the universal wisdom and just like we download everything from the net now they used to download this wisdom and they found out that there are certain ways by which the mind can be brought to the center which is in the present moment otherwise if you see you know there's been a, a survey which says that in 24 hours you know the mind is bombarded by any guesses how many thousand thoughts it's about any
0: i don't even want <laughs> to because even as you're asking me <laughs> how, 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 numbers know. are coming in right all of us are doing yeah, that. yeah actually so 60
4: <laughs> 60,000 thoughts bombard one mm-hmm. human poor little one and a half kilo little brain what Else can it do but get pressure cookerized, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, and if you see 98% of those thoughts are useless because it's either about the past which is gone, it's history, or it's about the future. So, coming back to stress right now, you know, my founder of Art of Living, Gurudev Shishi Ravi Shankarji, he smiles and he says, you know, Stress is today giving competition to God. Both are omnipresent. <laughs> Even a small child but talks about me, it. Uh,
0: yeah. uh, all of us have stress. Who doesn't have stress? Absolutely. Many people think moms who are in the house no, don't have stress. Not at all. Or a Guruji doesn't have stress. Yeah. But everybody has stress. Yes. Do you need a Guru? Do you need a psychiatrist? Do you need a counsellor to deal with stress? And at what point of time? does one feel that i cannot okay. control my stress anymore what is that everybody has a different point i guess but what are the danger signals when you realize that, hmm. that ab mere bas ki nahi hai control karna mujhe kisi ki help hai.
4: definitely the first thing that gets affected during stress is your digestion you will see that you everybody might, right
0: yeah everybody yeah. i don't believe this that any of us Don't have digestion issues. So then all of us need it. Go ahead.
4: (laughs) So secondly, you will see we are starting, we get sleep deprivation. Somebody in the early panel said so sleep will get affected, right?
0: Again, everybody, I think.
4: Everybody. And then you will see that you go to do something, your mind is not there. You can't focus. And this is happening with our kids also, our college and school students also. Why? Because and that those are the red flags, the alarm bells ring. But you know, nature again to our rescue. Ma prakriti itni benevolent hai itni dayalu hai. kardiya hai. If you see, our breath is the key to a stressless. you can deal with, for example, tell me when you are angry, have you ever noticed how is the speed of the breath? How does it go? Jab gussa aata hai, to kaise chalti hai? isn't it kan garam ho jata hai right right now we are all relaxed listening to a wonderful uh, you know podcast with ma'am tell me how is the breath just notice it is very calm rhythmic at times of fear when you are fearful you will notice your your breath almost stops yeah and in times of extreme sorrow and pain you will see that the breath becomes automatically long and deep. So you see, for every emotion there is a corresponding pattern in the breath. So the mind and the breath is related. Now to control the mind, impossible, it's like a monkey. Ab jitna control karoge, jitna nahi utna hoga. That thought will come back, right? So we control the breath and The source of all the skills, ma'am, whatever skills we learn, we may do everything. Where is the source of all those soft skills? It is right here in the mind. Yeah, And if you see, for our dental hygiene, we brush our teeth. For our physical hygiene, we take a bath and we use the washroom and clean ourselves. But every day we are collecting so much garbage you know, someone said something, some failure, some little slip and that sticks to the memory, to the thought and we keep chewing on it. So just attending to the mind, attending to the breath, not more, just 20 minutes a day. And that used to happen a few hundred years back when our children used to go to the Gurukul and learn everything, it was very holistic. There was, it was a value-based system where you know, that system used to give us courage and confidence. It used to give us compassion. It used to, uh, you know, invoke a, a feeling of care for the nature, for the society. We cared for each other. And suddenly, so that kind of education system comes and that is meditation. Just 20 minutes of a little breathing and meditation. Uh, you know, I'll, if I give you my example, I have. I don't mind uh, telling confessing this in front of everybody who's watching I've had a very tough childhood I was one year when I lost my mother my father was 27 he remarried he never looked back till the day he died and I was like tossed like a football so I had a very insecure childhood but when this knowledge came to me and when I came to art of living I learnt you know the art of living actually like in, incorporating a little bit of meditation practices you know the service for the community I saw my life changed and today uh, a person who was so you know harrowed is healing others you left corporate life
0: yeah most of us find it difficult <laughs> to get off that treadmill yeah madam you've had tragedies which you've had to cope with yeah um, first was corporate life and being on that treadmill one way to cope with the tragedy and then when you moved away from
4: that corporate life was this another way to cope with that okay. pressures ma'am you won't believe uh, my entire life just opened up on its own i had nothing because i did not even have the wisdom to decide what i need to do in my life i think it was it, there was something that was guiding me i, I studied of course so i got through the bank, and I was doing a very good job, I was earning. So the corporate life, and luckily, you know, my bank people used to say, me. what do you do? How do you smile all the time? And I was right in front desk customer service, and I used to be bombarded, like how you know the bank's use. But I always, and it was coming naturally, because by then I had already practiced this. But there came a calling when I realized that there was something more that I wanted to do than just earn money. So I did not do this as a mechanism to cope. Now I left nothing. It was just happening to me. An organic process. In an organic I process. I want to ask you
0: that question again. Does one need a guru or a trainer yeah. to to guide you to reach the stage where you are able to de-stress?
4: Exactly. Ma'am, just a simple example. We have a car. We buy a car. 10 lakh, 20 lakhs cars. You need somebody to help you to drive to tell you this is the clutch this is the accelerator this is the engine this is the fuel tank this is what you somebody to guide you right and then once you get the guidance then you get into an auto mode after practice mm-hmm. so life is such a precious thing we were not born with a manual <laughs>
0: I'm seeing that dr. Arvinder Kaur is already Consuming all this as a sponge, and is going to come as a play soon, right? Oh, I right.
4: <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going glad. to for <laughs> final comment.
0: I'm going to ask uh, <laughs> Professor Sarbaroji. Um Thousands of students pass out from uh, to graduate from your uh, college every year. Would you think that uh, that this kind of alternative here, uh, healing or this kind of uh, de-stressing is something that students should be uh, imparted this kind of training should be imparted so that when they go out into corporate life into business life and they seek out and all of us do that right all of us get on to this this rat race all of us are competing I mean I'm sure even in academics you're competing many times people tell me bus na, and I am competing with kids who are just getting into the profession and I have to have the same level of energy and like she said I feel Rest and I will stay back because age is against me. And when I was at level, pe thi, I used to think that experience, so I have to work harder to come aage. True. Right? So what would you say that is it necessary for us to take time out, even as students, to get age? Uh,
1: certainly, I feel that, uh, you know, because giving knowledge is the primary function of uh, a university or an institution uh, but then this knowledge devoid of a value system is not good as she just mentioned and again uh, i think universities or schools and colleges uh, are not merely to teach you from books or your note things uh, they're preparing for life so they're preparing for you for a way of life so it is not only a compartmentalized function that an institution should do uh, there should be uh, this kind of training also which helps them develop their value system in the right way uh, with whatever means you know Uh, it could be out of living it could be you know their own religion from where they are coming it could be any kind of philosophy but that value system is very important and I'm I think now again I will refer back to that this new combination I'll give you example of my son who is doing cognitive sciences and, you know, he's uh, studying computers and it has to do with artificial intelligence only, computers along with philosophy. So, I think this combination we need to acknowledge right at the school level where this humanities and science, because article there is <laughs> a clear division. a science student. Humanities, mera bada non-medical. choda. <laughs> so approach, I think I'll appeal to the parents that humanities, the subjects which deal with value addition are very important along with whatever you're preparing them for a job market or that's okay. You need to do that also. It is a competitive world. We cannot deny this. Everybody cannot, you know be like uh, Paul to leave the corporate life and you have to earn your l- livelihood also. But at the same time, I think we have really ignored the subjects which add value to our lives, which is sociology, social sciences, psychology, philosophy, very important. Mm. So part of curriculum also and, and as as you said that this is an important addition that should be made मैं दो लाइनें कहूंगा कि वो हमारी मैनेजर से पहले कहा था कि वी हैव फेल्ड आवर यूथ तो बच्चा जैसे इन्होंने कहा है कि इट इज potential ऑफ हमारे पास जितने भी लोग हम कहते हैं इसको आता कुछ नहीं है नालायक है वो हमारा ही प्रोडक्ट है पेरेंट्स का टीचर्स का सोसाइटी का वो बच्चा जब जमीन पे आता है या जब भी जैसे ये बता रहे थे उसमें पूरा होता है तो एक अच्छा है वह हम पर आए तोती रिस्पॉसिटी के सब कहां कुछ लालाओ गुल में नुमाया हो गई खाक में क्याशूरते होंगी कि पिन्हा हो तो हम दबा देते हैंको तो वह तो जो लालाओ गुल है वह अगर आप उनको थड़ह पानीदेंगे उनको आप उनको नर्चर करेंगे तो वह खिलेंगे जरूर हम दबा देते हैं तो आंक that's Wonderful.
0: Very important. Uh, thank you, ladies. Thank you, sir, for giving us this opportunity to discuss all this. For viewers and listeners, um, I've been talking about Punjab a lot in this panel discussion and talking about the drug pro- uh, problem, but many of you are sitting outside Indian shows or outside Punjab. These are issues which, are, which you are facing as parents. I'm sure those who are listening to us in America, your children, Uh, You're worried about them because of the gun violence in your society. These are things which are relevant even to them. It's relevant even to you. It's not something which is Punjab specific, but because I'm shooting this in Punjab and the drug problem out here is something that parents, youth, uh, educators, influencers, healers, everybody is grappling with and here at least they're taking action. Many of you might be wondering how to do with it. Get grips on your situation, learn from this podcast and speak to the elders in your society, among your community about how you can encourage your students, your children to get help. Thank you very much for watching or listening. Do like or subscribe on whichever channel you have seen this or heard this. Namaste, Jai Hind.